What's going on, Savage Mind Podcast community, Savage Lifestyle community? Folks, people, haters, friends, and foes alike. For those of you that don't know, I am Jason. This is Savage Mind Podcast. For those that do know, what the fuck's going on, man? I hope everything's going well, and I hope you're fucking living savage and staying humble. Oh, man. Anyone knows my last podcast was coming off the second year of the David Goggins 4x4 by 48-hour challenge, and I'm still battling injury. And believe me, if I say that something's bothering me and that I'm injured, doesn't necessarily mean I have a fucking bone poking out my skin or I'm in the hospital, but I promise you, I love everything I do. I definitely do not want to be sidelined. <clears throat> so I injured my ankle, my right one, which is the same one that I injured last year, doing totally something totally, I mean, I, in the same aspect, but doing it to, totally different way. Last year, I finished up the 48-hour challenge, and I went out to feed my dogs, and I have one of them on a 30-foot runner, and I have light poles in my backyard, and um, it was getting dark, and I didn't see that she got excited and wrapped my damn ankle up and took my f- foot out from underneath me and jerked me off my feet and put me on my back. Thankfully, that was after the run. This year, I hurt and rolled my ankle on the back of my heels, fucked up and grinding on leg eight, which meant 4, 8, 12, 16, 20, 24, 28, about 32 miles in out of 48 hours. Well, then later this week, I was already battling that when I thought I could run again. I took about five to seven days. I, took, I was, My intention was to take about five days off from running anyway to regroup, refocus, recover, restart, and get the fuck back after it for what I have coming in front of me. And it ended up being about seven days. And then on my my second or third run, I rolled my ankle on the first half mile, my other ankle, my left ankle. And anyone that knows anything about training at all, like this type of training. And same, it's a little bit different when I was a sprinter when I was younger. Uh, Rolling ankle takes you totally out. You're done. the, The time... Your time parameters, and it's a split second that matters in sprinting. That you're, if you can finish and you have that much velocity, then cool. Uh, it's it's very rare. I'm talking about high school years and a couple of years after that. You're not gonna finish a sprint once you pop a fucking ankle, roll an ankle. If you do, your time's not gonna be probably usually ballpark. With distance running, if you get injured like that, if you I've done it in Spartan races and Tough Mudders and things like that. I've done it in a marathon. It, you got to push through the pain if you can. And the whole point is not to stop because when you stop, that's when the pain sets in. Just a side note, that goes for mental and physical pain. There's a reason I don't stop. There's a reason I keep going. Because when I do, the pain sets in, both mental and physical, with everything in my life. <clears throat> so I rolled my ankle, tried to keep going. I lasted about a mile. 
I was so fucking frustrated. It wasn't hardcore training that day. I decided to call it. Both my ankles are fucked up. I had a bunch of housework to do. I took off of work specifically for that. Uh, to get some of my projects done in our ongoing house remodel. And um, it was a real windy day. And I was on the ladder. I feel like I had it secure. But a wind gust came around the corner. After I got home that same fucking day. Lost my my footing and fell out of the ladder, and I still have pretty good balance for my age, and I recover pretty quick. Doesn't mean it still doesn't fucking hurt. I didn't want to face plant. I didn't want to put my arm out. I didn't want a fucking bone sticking out of my arm like I've had when I was younger. So I just decided to land on my, just split second, landed on my feet. Well, anytime you have an injury, you overcompensate. It's just natural. You kind of go with, like when you fall, you go with your natural movement. And I automatically leaned towards the left and re-injured that ankle. And it was in the same fucking day, man. I I got a lot done that day. So I almost called it quits that day. Said, fuck it, I'm putting up the paint, putting up the sprayer, putting up the rollers, putting up the ladder, saying, fuck this shit. And I ended up getting the whole side of my house done. So I still recovered it some-wise, somehow. And uh, shit, that was... About five or six days ago. So I got a little two-mile power walk in slash slight jog yesterday to see how I felt. The left one I injured, the one that I rolled after the challenge and fell out of the ladder, is is doing better. I've been icing them as I can, but I don't get very much time to stay off my feet. You know, I don't have that luxury of being able to do so. So I just got to do it when I can. It's not trying to be a badass. It's not trying just to push through it. I just don't have that luxury. I got to work. I got things to do. And and I don't have the luxury of just saying, hey, I'm home for it. I'm working towards that. That's the goal. Where, hey, I'm home for two or three days. I got to recover. I'm in a position where I can. But I'm not in a position where I can right now. Uh, that's always the goal. But this right one that I injured during the 48-hour challenge is still grinding in the back. But I got through it today. And, I, and it, it to, you know, Sometimes you just have to take your wins each day. Take them day by day. And today was a win. It was about as good as expected, which was a little over an hour for a little over six miles. And I'm pretty happy about that. It was a little bit slower than my normal, but I'm not trying to break any fucking records or break any pace. I was glad I was able to do so today. The goal was a one-hour run. And uh, I think I did a little over an hour, like an hour and five, hour and six minutes, and I got a little over six miles, and that's a win, and I'll take it. You know, you take you, I take my wins and my losses. Uh, so I want to talk about this today. Um, we all talk about our dreams and our goals and our plans, and I've talked about this in multiple podcasts, very many of them. There's a sometimes there's a difference between your passion and purpose. And uh, I have a lot of things I'm passionate about and I love and I can talk about for hours. I can take information in. I can read. I can uh, gain knowledge. But then there's my purpose and my mission and my vision. And that's different than my some of my passions. Uh, I've often related that to my one of my passions is music, but I can't play anything. I can't sing. I wish I would have pursued that when I was younger, but I didn't. <clears throat> We're talking about our dreams and goals and our and our mission and our what what we really want to go after and we really want to make a life change. Uh 
we often get told, especially at my age, that we're too old. And let's talk about that for a minute. Often what that is, is I realize now, I used to fucking believe, I didn't believe it, but I used to let it fucking get to me. And that's because of the people I was around. So many reasons why I have cut off so many people and even if I didn't let them know I was cutting them off, how I've removed myself from jobs, from environments, from family, from people I grew up with, from all kinds of social circles because of so many things. And that's one of them. Whatever we measure success is, and as a society, we measure most of it by money and material things, status, position, authority. And I don't believe that at all. But most successful people, in everyday life are successful after 40, in case y'all didn't know that. Because most people, I'm not saying take the wrong path. We take the path of least resistance. We take the one that's most likely to happen when we're younger. I know that I did, and I regret that, but I can't change the past. The only thing I can do is change the future. Most people that tell you you're too old or time's expired because that's how they feel about themselves. And if you feel that way, then they have company. Just like anything. People who are on drugs usually don't hang around clean people. People who are lazy work. People who fucking work hard and that are fucking grinders and that are hammered don't hang around lazy people. Uh, you know. The, so on, so on. You, you get what I'm saying. The thing is, is you have to surround yourself by people with a similar mindset. And oftentimes, we don't know that we're surrounded with people with a similar mindsets. Even if it's not a mindset and mentality we need to be in. Because we call them friends. We call them co-workers. We call them ride or dies. We call them family. We call them cousins. We call them brothers and sisters. And oftentimes, they haven't earned that title and neither have we. The reason they want the people want company. They want they don't want you to leave them. We don't want them to leave us sometimes. That's the truth. And when you learn to start separating yourself to elevate, you're going to find that you it's going to call for the removal of people. Doesn't mean you don't love them, doesn't mean you don't care about them, but it's necessary. Subtract to grow. That's very fucking crucial. I didn't realize that for so long. There's some people I very much wish they were still in my life. All I did was start getting focused. Doesn't mean I, again, I've said this over and over. I had to remind a guy the other day I ran into I hadn't seen since my 20s. I was happy he got his life together. I was happy he got clean. I was happy he wasn't an addict no more. He didn't just get clean. He'd been clean for a long time. I had to remind him I hung around y'all, man. Because I, I rolled up, he, I, he rolled up on me and asked me, man, I ain't, hey, you, you know, he asked me my name, Jason Hector. And I was like, yeah, it depends on who's asking. I didn't recognize him. He told me his name and I was like, oh, I ran around with him when I was younger, man. I know a lot of his family care about him. I bet I haven't seen that dude in 20 years. He said, I, you know, I got my life together. And so I said, man, I, I heard that, man. I said, I ain't seen you in a long time. I mean, that's blessed. I'm, I'm, I'm real happy for you, dude. You look great. And he proceeded to tell me, like, I wasn't trying to take anything away from him, but, like, I got clean like you. I got my life together. I said, hold on. I said, I've never not had my life together besides maybe a couple teenage years. He goes, you know, get clean and just get, you know, get my life on track. I said, I ain't never not been clean. I drink. 
And there was a time when I was younger, I really had to watch it. I said, but I ain't never done drugs, bro. I ain't never been to prison. I ain't never not took care of my responsibilities. I mean, I hung around y'all, and if you remember again, since you remember that, maybe you'll remember this. I quit hanging out with y'all because y'all started doing drugs. Doesn't mean that drinking was always okay because we got fucked up a lot of nights, got in a lot of brawls, a lot of fights, and did a lot of stupid shit. Fucking 30 years ago. But he kind of looked at me, he goes, man, I I guess you're right. I really don't remember you doing it. I never, I said, I never did, man. That's why I've separated. And at this stage in life, I've had to separate myself from people for other reasons. They're wanted. They're not needed. They just simply want you to remain who you are because it makes them comfortable. So, you know, I've really focused in on this the last few years, and it's something that it took me going through this shit repeatedly, consistently, over and over to understand when we want something bad enough, whatever it is, when we really want to go after something we are fucking hell-bent and driven on doing, whether it's career choice, whether it's traveling, whether it's getting out of the relationship, whether it's fucking getting getting our mind healthy, our body healthy, or both. All those things are connected, and you don't understand it if you don't, li- if you don't live in this world. A lot of people know what they want. They wake up every day and think about it. They write it down maybe in a journal. They talk about it with their friends and family. But that's all it usually is. It's just talk. Again, we're not talking about money here. We're not talking about material things. So I have to ask you all today. And I'll ask you again later. What are you fucking willing to give up to make a big life change? What are you willing to do To go after your fucking dreams and purpose. Because we chase. We're supposed to chase our dreams. They're not going to fucking chase us. They're not going to walk up. And knock on the door. And ask us if we're ready. And say oh you know. It's kind of like tragedy. It's kind of like fucking anything. It's kind of like any kind of loss. Any kind of hardships. Job loss. Family loss. Fucking heartbreaking tragedy. It doesn't walk up and knock on your door or give you a fucking phone call and ask you if you're ready. And if you say no, we'll check back with you in six months or a year, just getting you prepared. That's not the fucking way it works. It's not going to come up. Your dreams and your purpose and your passion is not going to knock on your door and tell you if you have everything in order and are you ready. You got to fucking just jump and go for it. Now, there are things to consider. Family. Got bills, got other people that count on us that we're responsible for, no doubt. So I can't dive into all the different aspects of that today. Well, let me say this. I'm not going to dive into that today because I feel like that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast. That's a whole nother video. And as y'all know, if y'all listen, sometimes I do a part two right back to back. Other times I might wait a fucking a month, a year, it's whatever I decide. It's whatever is on my heart and on my mind at that time. I might have my all my podcast notes written down, which most of the time, 
most of the time, unless it's something like a challenge or a statistics or anything like that. I don't keep any of mine. I'll write them down for myself to have them so I can visually see them. I usually do not read it in front of me. It doesn't mean that I'll never do that, but I'd say that might be one every 10 or 20 episodes. So it's probably a third of the time. You know, I have to, this is what I had to get in my head. It's not about what you want. You know what you want. You tell other people what you want. It doesn't make one fuck what you want. It's what you're willing to give up and sacrifice. What are you willing to do without? And who are you willing to do without? And most people don't want to give up the people that's involved in their life. And sometimes that might require you to give up the motherfucker sitting next to you. It might require you to give up, keep your brother or sister at a distance. It might require you to keep a, a fucking parent at a distance. It might require you to realize of what you've already known, that you're with the wrong fucking significant other and spouse in this life. That's the truth. And most people are too far and they're not willing to do that. So let me remind you, no one has to live with your regret except for you. You don't have to answer for no one else. You continue a life of complacency and mediocrity and being comfortable, not taking any risk. Failure is inevitable. It's fucking part of it. Or you grow old or die because both of them are going to happen. One or another, no particular order. We all not blessed enough to grow old. Sometimes we just die first. We all got a fucking date and it's fucking terrifying. Because we don't know what it is. And I don't think we want to know what it is. If we all knew that date, I think we'd handle our life a little bit different. It's what legacy we can live leave behind. What can we leave behind for others? It's not what we leave others. It's what we leave in others. And that's my fucking goal and mission. And we're going to get more extensive and more detailed about it in another podcast. Because I'm so compelled about this. I mean, I'm so fucking passionate there's no way I'll ever let it go. I'll go to my grave preaching this. What are you willing to do without? You willing to downsize your cars? Are you willing to get rid of your cars and take public transportation? Will you sell your house? Even if you get another house, are you willing to let... Why? Let me, let me back up on this. This used to bother me too. And it's probably because I came from my mom struggling a lot. And I didn't want people to see me struggle when I got older. You want them to see that you made it. Whatever the fuck that means. I realize that now. What does that mean? What is making it? There's no fucking finish line. There's no fucking line in the sand. And the people that you want the credit from or you just want to acknowledge you, they're not anyway. And even if they do to your face, they probably got something to say behind your back. So what are you willing to give up? You want, are you willing to let people to see you drive an older car, take public transportation, have no car? Are you willing to cut your house square feet in half? Are you willing to not have your house? Are you willing to let your credit go bad? This sounds fucking insane to you. I'm telling you, these are all the things I have been through and I will get into them in very much, very deliberate detail in another podcast. So y'all please stay tuned for that. Are you willing to fucking file bankruptcy? Are you willing to get foreclosures? Are you willing to get repossessions? Are you willing to quit your job for a third of the pay? Are you willing to do without benefits? Are you willing to do without bonuses? Are you willing to skip vacations? I love vacations. Look, 
Watch this. That's one of the only things I don't give up. I will reconfigure them. But I don't, we don't have a lot of material things. I don't, again, it has nothing to do with how much money we make or how much savings we have. I've said it before. I have no problem. I'm not embarrassed about it. I don't know why we're embarrassed to let people see that we're struggling to focus on our goals and dreams and our fucking purpose. Because most people aren't willing to do that. If you aren't willing to do what other people's won't do, then you're not going to get the results that they won't get. I'm willing to sacrifice. I like I liked having some of those comforts. I liked having that that cushion. I liked having that safety net. But it's a delusion. That's all it is. But I'm more driven and this is my purpose. If I die this way, this is more important to me than having more money when I die and having more material things. Because I know the work that goes into keeping them. Are you willing to give up benefits? Are you willing to give up insurance for a while? Are you willing to people just totally quit talking to you? Calling you mad. Calling you insane. Calling you stupid. Calling you ignorant. Talking mad cash shit about you. Because really deep down, they wish they had the fucking nuts to do it. That's the truth. Everyone's going to talk about everyone that's doing something different until it works. And just to let you know, I've had to realize this. This is the first time in my life these last handful of years. I've always gotten real focused and got obsessed with whatever I'm doing. But I always never let people put it this way. I never listen to anyone. I never follow anyone. I've never been a follower. Anyone that knows me knows that. But I didn't realize I let people influence me. People are going to criticize and question everything you do till it works. You got to fucking drown them out. To me, I'm at a point where they don't even phase me. It may not happen in a year. It may not happen in three. It may not happen in five. It might take fucking ten. But are you willing to do it? What I have realized, and I preach about this a lot, I didn't realize at the time that the some of the things that have been taken away from me out of my control. When I got in a position where I could get them back, I didn't want them back. I realized that a lot of abundance causes chaos. And what it does is it drifts you back to comforts. And when you drift back to comforts and you don't live uncomfortable, you won't do it. As long as your life is comfortable, you're not going to fucking work on any of those things. We want to do it. We want to make a big change. We want to get out of something. All those things. We want to do it unscathed. There are people who are in a position financially, materialistically, inheritedly, family connected, resourcefully connected. That they can do that. But for the average fucking Joe out there, they can't do that. It's going to require you to give something up. And along with that comes giving up people. There's a lot of people I thought I couldn't live without. Here I am living without them. Don't wish them bad. Love them. Sometimes there wasn't even a falling out. I just realized that the time had passed. And these people weren't going to change. They weren't going to grow. I wanted to grow older, not get older. And I have a philosophy of, I talked about it in the past podcast. I think the older we get, the more we need to do, the more we need to learn, 
the more we need to study, the more we need to experience. And every experience, it doesn't mean something's going to stick. It means that maybe it was just like stepping stones. Some people were only meant to be in our life temporary. They were a stepping stone to something. And we decided to let them take up a permanent space. So this is going to be a little bit shorter podcast. Because I've did a couple of videos on this on YouTube as well. Again, my video YouTube, my YouTube videos is, I can't say my YouTube channel is popular at all. I'm sitting over here in season three, still don't have my video podcast up looking at my equipment, looking at this room. It's been one fucking thing after another. But what if I let that stop me? I'm still doing this. It's not what I want to be doing. I got, I've did probably 10 interviews with guests. And I feel like all of them are going to follow through. They're interesting people. They're doing savage shit in this life. They've been through savage shit. They're coming out of it. I don't want to talk to privilege. I don't want to talk to people who plugged right in. I don't want to talk to people who had every advantage. They're not interesting to me. That's not savage. I want to talk to people whose the odds were against them. They made it out. Who have been through tragic shit. Whether it be self-inflicted or no fault of their own. And they've made it out. And they didn't have a lot of help. Everyone needs a little help. But I often say this, and I'll talk about this in another podcast. I didn't have no help. And that was one of the best things that ever happened to me. I didn't know it at the time. I know it now. So before I go, I'm going to ask you again. When it comes, I feel almost bad for people who never found their purpose. When you find your purpose, you will revolve and build your life around that. You won't revolve your life around a job. I love my kids. I love my grandchildren. I don't revolve my life around them. I don't revolve my life around no fucking job. I'll never do it again. I don't care how much it fucking pays. Are you willing? What are you willing? It's not about what you want. It's about what you're willing to give up. And if you're not willing to give it up, then you don't fucking want it bad enough. You understand that? You go through the list and go back and listen to this and ask yourself all of every category I listed house, cars, benefits, fucking insurance, fucking extras, fucking shopping, eating out, fucking people, fucking environments, being in solitude, being alone, every fucking category you can think of is a bunch I fucking forgot about. If you're not willing to do all those things because it's going to get lonely. To let you know that. And you got to be okay with that. If you're not willing to do. I would say one of those things. But it's not one of those things. It's all of those things. Any fucking body that's lived in this world. And did any fucking thing great. Is not came without fucking sacrifice. Again we're not talking about people who plugged right in. We're not talking about people who got to skip steps. We're not talking about people who had every obstacle removed from them. Who faced no adversity. Had the adversity removed from them. Again, don't be jealous of those people. They'll fall apart at the first sign of trouble. What are you willing to give up? And this may be tough for y'all to hear. This is tough. This is gut-wrenching. You got to give up all that shit, most likely. No matter how old you are. And if you're not willing to do that, then you need to be okay at arriving. Arriving at old age. And just realize that you're going to live with regret that you never took the risk and found out. Failure is fucking inevitable. It is part of it. And let me remind you again. People aren't waiting for you to fail. Anybody that gets any kind of... Le- 
significant level of success, they have failed a lot. They're waiting to see if you get back up. And motherfuckers like me always get back up in case y'all haven't paid attention. So I'm going to leave it at that for right now. And I'm, we need to dive back in into this pretty quickly. I don't know if it'll be the next podcast, but it's going to be soon. Hey, y'all heard me say it a hundred fucking times. Podcast is fixing to change. It is. It's just been one thing after another. And the only reason I'm so meticulous and so deliberate about it, because it ain't going to be perfect. Hey, I ain't got a fucking studio. I can't afford a studio. If there's anybody listening to this locally that has a studio for me, let me know. If I can afford it, I'll get it. And if I can't, I'm going to continue to work on this. It's just not ready yet. I can't wait to have some of my fucking people on, man. You know, these people have amazing stories. They're doing fucking amazing things. They're overcoming obstacles. They've had a lot of stuff thrown at them in life. And that's the people I want to hear from. So in the meantime, let me remind y'all again. I appreciate every one of y'all that follow and listen. Whether it's periodically or it's occasionally or every fucking time. But I really need y'all to go to subscribe. I've hit some new subscribers the last few podcasts. Some are people I know that I dearly love. Some people I don't know. I really appreciate that. I need y'all to subscribe. Again, at the very least, $4 a month. At the very most, $10 a month, unless you want to put more. $2.50 a week, what does that come out to per day? None of y'all can't say y'all don't have it. You just don't want to take the time to do it. But you'll take the time to order stuff from Amazon. If you don't believe in what I'm doing, then don't subscribe. But I look at the people that reach out to me privately. And the people that say I'm making a difference in their life. Whatever it is. If it's just an occasionally. Every one of y'all, I would expect to go fucking subscribe to my podcast. Again, I ain't twisting anybody's arm. I'm just fucking keeping it real. Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play. Google Play, Anchor, Spreaker. Anchor's the one that put me on. They distribute it everywhere from there. I'm not on YouTube because I don't have a video podcast. When I go to video format and you see my mug, see my face, see me talking shit, and you see other people, I'm really going to hold y'all accountable then. So until next time, man, y'all stay humble and live savage. Love y'all.